1: Hello, and welcome to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors.
0: I'm Greg Brown. And I'm James Borth, and we are a registered investment advisory firm. We are independent. We do work for clients and not companies. To receive your complimentary and personalized financial income plan, give us a call 513-575-9654. If you're seeking advice on old 401k, 403b, some type of employer-sponsored plan, even perhaps an NUA analysis, here's the point. If you're no longer with the company, your money, as a rule, should not be there either. We can help you roll that out into a tax-neutral IRA. Take control of your money. Give us a call, 513-575-9654. Visit our website at brownfinancialadvisors.com. Email, share your thoughts to team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. And our home office is in Milford, but we have locations in Blue Ash, Westchester, and Florence. Well, today, James, we're gonna be discussing financial goals to
1: hit before retirement. And keep this in mind, they are goals. They are, you know, amongst other things, approaches. of so let's say if you had a birthday recently or one coming up, milestone event, something on the calendar that reminds you that you're not getting, let's say, any younger, and that you're not getting any further away from retirement, you're getting closer. Well, you know, as life moves along, life changes occur, your needs and your circumstances do too and it's time to take inventory of all things financial from every perspective and that's what we do here by the way we we handle all things financial for you we are the boots on the ground extra set of eyes and ears to help you navigate and circumnavigate what will become 20 or 30 years of your planned unemployment and it's all about cash flow are you gonna have enough do you know what you need do you know what sources of income you'll have to apply towards that objective Do you know whatever gap may exist that needs to be overcome with proper use of your other assets converted to streams of income? Some prefer it guaranteed. Others are fine. It being variable and based on the ups and downs and movements of markets. But literally there are so many tools, so many approaches for you to succeed. And we want to help you use the right stuff for you for the right purposes. You know, buckets of money job descriptions for each aligned with your purposes, goals, and objectives so that you can succeed very intentionally. So while you're out there, just just know you can reach out today. Call us at 513-575-9654. That's 575-9654. And we will have a complimentary review of where you're at. There will be no obligation. You know, as, as James says, it's just leave your wallet and purse at home. First meeting is just getting all the facts on the table about you. Uh, Then we have a nerdy good time putting some things together, some analysis, some uh, comprehensive draft financial plans, income plans, and, and we'll focus on all things for you. We won't hold anything back. All recommendations, everything that we would suggest you do consider will be yours on a complimentary basis. Now, you'll probably find it makes sense to implement it with us, but that's up to you. We'll make sure that you have all the facts to make the best possible decision. We'll look at your existing investments. We'll see what spreads, fees, margins, loads, and other internal expense ratios and total cost of ownership of those investments. We'll see if you're aware of that. And when we present what the internal costs really are, the inefficiencies that actually exist by owning the same stuff over and over again, funds that own funds that own funds that you're unaware of the additional expense ratios within each, lowering your return, increasing your risk unnecessarily over time. You know, do you you have the right types of financial products in tow and intact? Uh, What do you think about annuities? Good, bad, ugly, indifferent? You need to know about all of these things. No one should be coming to you and saying something specific is taboo in general. You know, there are products out there for a purpose, and some of them may align to your purpose, may not align to your broker and makes you broker or Wall Street, This is Main Street helping Main Street. That's us helping one another as your team. It's financial fiduciaries who put your interests first in each situation, transaction, and decision, and what we present for the recommendations for you. So we'll look at the investments, we'll look at your insurance policies, we'll consider your income, do some income planning, overall financial planning. We'll look at Social Security maximization, pension maximization. Take a monthly check. Take a monthly check plus a. A lump sum or take all only a lump sum because, you know, your family will get beat out of any money if you just take a pension check. It's only around as long as you are, maybe your spouse, but your legacy will lose all the economic benefit of what money has actually become yours over this long period of time. As you've worked hard, the pensions are running the way of the dinosaurs, granted, but they're still out there. And if you're confronting a decision of a buyout from the company, a pension decision or trying to step into retirement plan for the income, we want to help you. We are a multifaceted, multidisciplinary team, investments, insurance, taxes, estate planning, financial planning, income planning. Uh, it's all together. And that makes us, quote unquote, you know, the Mayo, the Mayo Clinic of Financial Services, if you will. So anyway, and the financial goals to hit before retirement, you know, there's, there's always more. But we only have so much time. So we're going to hit the floor running with them. Um, well, several items here that we've kind of enumerated, but whether whether you're hitting the big five zero six zero or uh, Hawaii five zero or sixty five or how about the big seven zero, whatever that age that you're confronting is a milestone. It's just a number, right? But you're obviously no longer a kid, and uh, the maturity is much better than it's cracked up to be. So let's enjoy this 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 voyage. So instead of dreading it, update your financial life today by contacting us. Again, yeah, it's complimentary, and you'll hit these targets and embrace some of these items we're going to enumerate for you today over the coming decades.
0: James, you know, take us through a few of these, and or let's get started. Well, the first one, maybe it is goal number one, or maybe it's just simply in the top five, is do you have your debt under control? Is your debt actually something that's in control of you? And yes, it is maybe the prospect of dragging debts through the so-called golden years, but getting your debts paid off or at the very least having them under control, that should be near the top of your priority list. Hey, James, you
1: said something vital to be understood by all. Is your debt controlling you? or Are you controlling the debt? What does that mean, controlling debt, James? What's the circumstance
0: that I would be controlling debt? Why would I have debt? Why would I want debt? Debt is another way of saying I have leveraged or leveraged my financial where being where I can take advantage of cheap money for lack of a better way of phrasing it. If you have a mortgage rate that's in the three or three and a half percent range and you can turn around and invest those same dollars that you would otherwise be paying off debt. That's a way that you can leverage or arbitrage the economic value of your mortgage and have a much brighter financial future by investing and having a higher rate of return on your investments. That's right.
1: We want you to know there are, there are situations of good debt and bad debt. Now, we're in a very unique uh, environment, I think we'll all find looking back historically, of extremely cheap money. And doing some of these things, you become your own bank. You're the CEO, CFO of your financial destiny. And with proper guidance and your proper array uh, or holdings of assets. You do stay in control of financial opportunities, sometimes appearing as debt, but it done properly. I don't really look at it as debt, James. I mean, I look at someone as a balance sheet and they have more assets than they have liabilities and they're managing their liabilities for their benefit, their favor. They're deploying capital at a higher rate of return over time, as you suggested, and they're paying lower cost of money. Living off the difference is another way for your money to make multiple appearances working on your behalf. Like foot soldiers are going to win the big war of retirement, but it it should be supervised. You know, it's if you're going to be affordable. So if you're going to go
0: out and leverage or finance a house, for example, now, one of the great things about buying real estate perceptively and maybe realistically is that you are buying an appreciating asset and you're doing it via a way of leveraging what you have for otherwise your purchasing power. Exactly. And that's over time. You might get a 20
1: or 30 year debt or what we call it a mortgage or a 30-year opportunity for cheap money where you locked in the bankers and vulture bankers of this world into a very future regrettable low cost of insurance, I mean, a low cost of interest. And what do we know about markets? Over similar long periods of time, there's no comparison between 3% cost of money and markets that have not averaged in 15 to 20-year periods, um, you know, less than 8%, and currently trending closer to 10 and half or 11. So <laughs> that's doubling and tripling your money at the cost of one times that people should be cutting in lines with some of these opportunities done with guidance, supervision and appropriate advice. That's a that's suitable for you. Just some things to think about. Yes. By and large, debt on depreciating assets and exhaustible, recreational, no reachability or purposeful stuff doesn't make sense to carry debt uh, with, of course,
0: especially for those credit cards where you have a high rate of interest. If you're not paying those off on a monthly basis, then that means the debt is in control of you. Now, when it comes to the house, the home, the mortgage, here's some rules of thumb that does mean it's going to apply to everyone. But this is just in general about when we say affordable, here's an idea of what that means. So let's start with some numbers like 28 percent. So an industry rule of thumb, there's that rule of thumb for you, suggests that no more than 28 percent of your pre-tax household income should go to servicing your home debt. So think about your home debt as the four-letter acronym of P-I-T-I, your principal, your interest, your taxes, and your insurance. Now here's another number for you, 36%. So in this one, no more than 36% of your pre-tax income should go to all of your debt. That means all combined debts. That is, if you have a mortgage, if you have a loan on the automobile, if you have those credit cards that are not getting paid off on a monthly basis, Those are the different types of debts. Also include things such as student loans. Yes, that can be a major bugaboo for people carrying debt into retirement. So there's some parameters to
1: carry certain liabilities into retirement and beyond if it's in the right ratio to your form of income. Because it's all about cash flow. Pre-retirement is, always has been, and
0: so will all of retirement, too. There's more. There's much more. Our phone about the office, 513-575-9654. Call us we can help, but stay tuned to listening to The Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors here on 55KRC, The Talk Station. LLC. Brown Financial Advisors and Brown Insurance and Tax Advisors are affiliated companies and may only transact business in those states in which registered or were otherwise legally permitted. Welcome back to the Sound Money Investment Show. With Brown Financial Advisors. I'm Greg Brown. And I'm James Borton. We are an independent RIA. That's our registered investment advisory firm. We do work for clients in our companies. Our phone number, 513-575-9654. Website, brownfinancialadvisors.com. Email team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. And our home office is in Milford. We also have locations in Blue Ash, Westchester and Florence. And Greg. Well, James,
1: we're continuing with financial goals to hit before retirement. We just covered a lot about taming debt. You control it or it controls you. Spend a little time on the concept of you controlling it. What circumstances matter for you to be able to take advantage of certain amounts of debt that become leveraged against other resources being used to give you a, a positive gain on your money over time. You know, it's just like creating money. It's just, it's very interesting. And you touched upon the 28% rule, which is 28% of your pre-tax income that it goes towards just home-specific related debt like principal interest taxes and insurance. Then you touched upon a larger number, 36%, the number that someone should kind of judge themselves, evaluate themselves, taking inventory of this more than 36% of their income, pre-tax, going towards home debt and all other types of monthly obligations, loans, et cetera. Those are just ways to determine if you are in a good position to afford the right kind of debt over the right period of time. So when we do look at the debts you are wishing to target to eliminate over time, very specifically, you're trying to accelerate the getting rid of this so you can get rid of that and get rid of so on and so forth to increase your cash flow. Well, James, a couple approaches and we'll move on from
0: there, but tell us more. Oh, well, one approach is to only add debt when you can easily handle the debt. That means you pay off all credit card balances before interest is applied. Second approach is list all the debts, take an inventory of what you have, maybe take the house out of that list. And in order, whatever the smallest balance is, that's what you pay off first. And it has like a snowball effect over the course of time. Now, the tiebreaker is if you have different types of debts that have the same account balance, for example, then take the higher rate of interest as the tiebreaker for what to pay off first. That's what we mean by taking. And that's not a new approach, by the way. It's just simply called the debt snowball approach. But that's that's our advice.
1: Yeah, I always called it avalanche. You know, there's there's no one person that's been assigned to this method of eliminating debt. I think about Larry, Larry Burkett and others many, many moons ago that introduced these concepts and have continued today through the Ramses of the world and you know financial advisors too. But I, I consider it the avalanche approach. I know on snowy capped mountaintops in certain areas where there's structured maintenance of it, you know, the, the patrol teams shoot mortars into the top and intentionally create an avalanche effect to make the conditions more favorable and safer for all. So we want you to attack what debt you want to eliminate like you're trying to set off an intentional avalanche of good. You know, talk about a snowball. If you've ever seen the avalanche roar down the mountainside, uh, on, on hopefully just on video and not in person, you know how powerful it can be. So anyway, James, continue on, on some of that.
0: Well, the next one is having your spending under control. And, for example, when you're at the stage of life where you have maybe the empty nest Children are gone from home and out of school. You may have, and this is, you may, you may have more money on hand now, and it's tempting to spend it, right? After all, your neighbors, you know, the Joneses, they probably are living it up. And yes, you've worked hard to get here. And yes, we do want you to have fun. We want you to enjoy life, but do not shortchange your retirement goals. That means don't just simply spend the money just because it's there. Work within your budget. So if you're well-employed, your 50s, when you're in your age 50 to 60 range, they really are like a gift. That means probably the best earning years of your life. Typically, as you progress through those earning years, once you reach your 40s, your 50s, and sometimes even to your 60s, you will find that that's going to be the highest earning years, and this is, this is true for so many different industries. Now is the time, though, to actually double down on your savings. That means your retirement savings, because retirement itself may last for a very long time. Also, now is the time to start thinking about how, or maybe if, you'll change your spending habits and your spending patterns when it comes to retirement. What are you going to do after
1: retirement? Uh, that's a good point. It's um, start thinking, start implementing the change in spending habits, because as James was mentioning, it could be your highest earning years of your life. So more income shouldn't mean more expenses. It should mean increased, dramatically increased savings as you try to end well on your last leg of the lap around pre-retirement to succeed in retirement favorably.
0: Well, one more thing to add, the double-edged sword of these being your highest earning years means that you're also the highest maybe opportunity for corporations to start doing or offering buyout packages. So that's something to keep in mind too is that For those who work for these major corporations and you are facing a buyout package, come see us, Brown Financial Advisors, because we can help you analyze all your different options when it comes to those so-called golden parachutes. Excellent point. Number
1: three here would be retirement goals, let's say, defined. What are they? What does it look like? Well, set a concrete goal for your retirement savings. And this, I think you've heard Nike say, just do it. If necessary, the kids can find a way to pay for their own things. I know when James was saying, hey, you're in those empty nester years. Children are gone from home. Uh, There's more money on hand now. It's like that wasn't science fiction, folks. Statistically, that's a truth. What are you doing about the truth, about the reality? It's not one of those Jack Nicholson, Tom Cruise moments where truth, you can't handle the truth. Yes, you can. And you'll benefit by it. So, you know, why the kids could find a way to pay their own things off pay for their own things daily, maybe take you to dinner and your spouse, you know, their mom, their dad, their parent, you know, start times. It's time to turn those tables. Start speaking in terms of mom and dad are heading into a fixed income time of our life. That means we'll have so much to live off of. And it does include doing all the things we always did for you all. You're all are big. Now you can do some nice things for us. Or you can pick up your own tab at big expensive events. Or we'll go Dutch on major vacations and we'll just relish in the memories of it all. I know it's tempted to reach for your wallet, pull out that credit card, lay down some cold hard cash and pay for everyone's way. But you need to be very careful with some of that stuff. It could cost you in the end where you run out of money before you run out of life. Or you start living like a financial martyr where your kid's made off like bandits. This is not the way it's supposed to go. That's not what definition of love is really all about at the end. Anyway, that was my Jack Nicholson moment. Continuing, however, set a retirement income goal now so that if you're short financially, there's time to improve things. You can start tweaking. Put yourself on the diet now to know that you can restrict eating the same things in your financial diet. Things that are unnecessary. James mentioned things are appreciable versus depreciable. Be careful when you drop down large amounts of, of spending on things that are highly depreciable. You can almost never go wrong if you have enough money to buy something that appreciates or holds its own value or brings tremendous value to you over longer periods of time. But anything else, it's time to reevaluate some of the spending habits. Now, there are several approaches. One is to shoot for saving 10 times your annual household income by your mid-50s to 60s. Folks, that's a suggested minimum. Okay, That's that's something that might get you to the dance, but you may not have a ride home. You need to shoot that at target being minimal and improve upon it. You can do this if you're not currently already doing it. And then uh, we see people get real successful at this saving for a couple of years. And then they see they get their eyeballs on that big bucket of money they've achieved in saving. And they've never saved as much as rapidly before in their lives. And guess what the temptation is going to buy that condo in Miami or somewhere in Florida or that second home or an RV and travel around. And then it's just you got to be so careful anyway. Let's say, as an example, if you collectively earned $80,000 a year, your IRA, 401k, or similar retirement account should be, if it's 10 times X here of of, uh, household income, $800,000, right? 10 times $80,000, $800,000. Take a look at your retirement account, 50-year-old, making $80,000 a year. What's in your 401k? Combine your IRA to it. Is it $800,000 or above? If not, they're just telling you that's a general rule. It's time to get busy. Not busier, working harder, unless you're not working harder much at all. You know, oftentimes it's just spending habits and saving habits that need to be slightly, or modestly, or majorly modified. Now, another example: see how far your current savings will take you. How can we do that? Well, here's an example: a nest egg of a million dollars will last twenty years if you withdraw fifty thousand a year, and that's uh, assuming a five percent average rate of return over long periods of time. To basically fight inflation now if you're making if you get too conservative in retirement it's almost similar to you jumping off a building of risk you can be too aggressive you can be too conservative point being if you're 50 if your million dollars isn't earning five percent on average over three five seven ten year <laughs> periods properly invested you know somewhere in around the moderate range to moderate growth um, you could be in trouble because if you don't save enough to meet inflation you'll not save enough to overcome increases in spending, your money can start going into a downward spiral. You need to be invested well enough, risky enough through managed risk to earn
0: enough to offset inflation, grow your money, and still provide cash flow for the rest of your forever, too. Now, here's what that also means dollars-wise. So take that million-dollar nest egg at a 5% withdrawal rate, $50,000 a year. At the same dollar amount spend rate, if you only have $100,000 saved up, that $50,000 a year only buys you two years of funding into the retirement. So that could be a problem, folks. Indeed. There's more. There's much more. Our phone number at the office five one three five seven five nine six five four. 513 575 9654. Call us. So we can help. But stay tuned. You're listening to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors here on 55 KRC. The station.
1: Welcome back to the Sound Money Investment
0: Show with Brown Financial Advisors. I'm Greg Brown. And I'm James and We are a registered investment advisory firm. We are independent. We do it for clients, not companies. And it really does all start with a plan. That means actually having a plan, knowing what you own, why you own it. So if you're seeking advice on an old 401k, 403b, IRA rollover, we can help with all the different planning strategies, whether it be for investments, retirement, Income planning, tax planning, social security maximization, Roth conversion analysis, NUA analysis, and for some, even perhaps an in-service rollover. All those and more we can help, 513-575-9654. Our website, brownfinanceadvisors.com email team at brownfinanceadvisors.com And our home office is in Milford, but we also have locations in Blue Ash, Westchester, and Florence. So
1: come in and experience all those things on a complimentary basis. You'll leave with a fully implementable plan and a clear understanding of how to succeed on purpose in all of these areas related to financial goals services. Now, financial goals to hit before retirement is what we're talking about today, okay? And what we've covered so far is a little bit of taming debt, right? We discussed that. We looked at getting your spending under control. Then we looked at uh, how do you, you know, fundamentally practically define retirement goals. We talked about certain income, certain percentage drawdown gives you a certain amount of cash flow, but it's got to earn enough to overcome inflation. You have to be saved up enough to be about 10 times of what your yearly wage was. In those retirement accounts, 80000 a year might equate to times 10 equals $800,000. How are you doing? Do a self-check. have got some catch-up to do. Can't You can't get here fast enough, soon enough, and we're eagerly awaiting to help you. Now we transition here into number four, retirement contributions. Inching up steadily over time, you should look back and see that this increases. Now you have a goal. Keep increasing the percentage of each paycheck saved for retirement. That should be the goal. If you do that, you've done so many things right already. It's just amazing. Make the increases incrementally small so that they're hardly noticeable, but the small increases now end up to big harvest later. Little seed, big harvest. Nice concept. That's you in motion. You and your money, and you're growing your savings, your focus, and you're improving this area of finance. Taking Taking advantage of turning 50 plus and getting these high earning years transferred, trans uh, transitioned, transposed, transformatively into savings for retirement. If you're deferring, let's say 5% to savings and investments now, bump it up to eight or ten. I like 10. Please do 10. Six months later, you know, give yourself another raise. Why not? You your future self deserves it, correct? Right? Keep it going until you've reached your goal and or reached retirement. Now, it's the same thing if you're saving and investing 10%, let's say. Inch it up to 12%, then onward and forward to 15% or more of your before-tax salary. Automate those deductions. Out of sight, out of mind. You'll never see the money. You'll probably never miss it either. You, what you'll miss is not having enough later, right? You know, too small an nest egg. You just don't want that predicament. Getting a bonus? Well, congratulations. Let us be the first to congratulate you. But put a hefty chunk of that money into retirement savings. Don't forget to pay your taxes, too. Uh, Man, if you can just take the net amount of that found money after tax and lump it into your future, you'd be such a wise person. Solomon would be nervous how wise you are. You know, the rock bottom line or bottom line is, even in the worst times, save at least enough to earn your employer's maximum matching contribution. Always contribute to the equal amount of the max of the, the matching of the company. Now, if you do anything above that, that's something we discuss together. If it makes sense for you to do anything above, but take advantage of the free money. Anything above that, we should talk about funding your personal private plan and personal investments uh, in another way outside of the 401k, typically.
0: Now, when it comes to the tax status, whether be traditional versus Roth. Many times, one of the tie-breaking considerations there is how much time do you have on your side? So the younger you are, the more sense that a Roth would make. It also needs to be balanced out by do you need your tax deductions now or do you need your tax deductions later? The prospect of having tax rates being higher later might be one of those extenuating circumstances. But nevertheless, that's where you start. Well, maybe I could put a combination of both, put some money into traditional and some money into Roth. You cannot go wrong with a Roth, especially if you're quite young still. Now, Social Security, are you on track for your max? What we mean by that, yes. Let's start with the the facts here. Many people that we meet with are extremely pessimistic about Social Security's future. We're here to tell you differently, and I'll get to that in just a moment. But first and foremost, Social Security, you could be right to say that, well, If nothing changes, then what's going to happen in the future? So yes, if nothing changes, if Congress does absolutely nothing, then perhaps there will be future cuts in this way. That means that there will be higher payroll taxes, so that means there's more tax money going into the program. However, the cost of living adjustment of the monies coming out may or may not go up quite as much as what the payroll taxes are for the monies going in. So that's one way that Congress is raising taxes. Another way is the steadily increased what's called full retirement age. It used to be 65, then it was 66, now it's creeping upwards to 67. So that's another way that Congress has somewhat reduced the benefits by changing the full retirement age, which means that that's the age when you get all of your benefits, all 100% of your benefits. If you take your, your benefits early, you get a reduced payout, sometimes as much as a 30% reduced payout. So now going back to whether you want to say this is optimistic or pessimistic is in the past 38 years on the program, on the Social Security program, Congress has raised taxes, wait for it, every single year. So what are the odds? What are the chances that that will just simply be a continuation into the future, that there will be continued tax increases on Social Security, on the benefits, on the program? So, yes, the good news is there will be tax increases or wait, that's the bad news, right? The good news is the program will still exist and it will be fully funded. So do not forsake planning for the Social Security benefits because it's still likely to be one of the main sources of income during your retirement. Your retirement might be the individual you, might be the collective you. There's individual retirement benefits to be had. There's spousal benefits to be planned for. There's perhaps even family benefits. And for some, yes, this is also the sad reality is there survivor benefits to be planned for. All those things should be part of the planning process, yeah,
1: hi James. I just listened to you go over the program, the benefits, its general stability versus its viability uh, in the future and I just I feel like at times we we all together sit on top of the pinnacle of a pyramid that has a glass ceiling, and inside that pyramid are all the households and prospects and clients and you know advocates that we We service or reach out to or try to convert to clients, et cetera. We get to see like a huge lab experiment, all of the philosophies, all of the belief systems, all the patterns of spending and saving and all the things going on that we get to make and have as benefit to our advice. So we don't have to live a thousand lives. We see 900 households a year. And over the past 20 years, that's a lot of lives we've seen. Our experimentation is done. We know the outcomes of almost every story based on certain facts and information. And what we see as a trend is politics stinks to high heaven. Stinks. We'll see conservative minded folks poisoned by the toxicity of politics. We'll see the the, more the left and the Democrats and so forth poisoned by the tonality, the noise and news of politics. And it affects their behavior and their savings. And so much of it ends up at the end of the day being a bunch of nothing to do about nothingness. Only getting them derailed off of what they all must accomplish during their life. And that is saving, spending, saving, 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 spending, saving, 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 spending, being successful and preparing for retirement enjoying a wonderful retirement. And yes, use your beloved vote. You know, vote right, stay right, uh, pray right, all the above, whatever it is your philosophy there. But quit being subject, victim of hysteria that is so not based in fact. And we you know, and when the Democrats are in, our conservative clients are coming in, and and it's nay Social Security. Don't even count it. Don't even put it in my plan. It's not going to be there. I'm not going to trust the government. It's just, it's you know what? It's just hogwash. And you you can't allow bad information and noise and toxicity throw you off of your boat that you're the captain of. Let us help you. We'll co-captain. We'll be the little pilot ship that navigates you through the tight channels. We can do this, folks. Just stay focused. James, I went off the soapbox. You can jump back on board with our next item, if you'd like.
0: Yes, the next one very simply is when it comes to your investments, don't be, quote, unquote, fee-wise and performance foolish. So, yes, fees do matter, and they can matter dramatically, especially if you have something called a variable annuity. Variable annuities may be a different subject or a different day, but they're extremely expensive, and they don't really do what they're promised to do. And if you're paying three to five percent for a brokerage account, no one in their right mind would do that. So keep this in mind that let's just maybe phrase it a different way. What's an extra two to three percent a year? What does that do over the course of time?
1: I'll tell you, it'll erode your investment value, it will it will reduce greatly your net return and average returns that help you grow money, use money, fight inflation, cost of living, etc. Okay, so we want to be Fee-wise, there is an appropriate fee of total cost of ownership of these investments so you net out properly. We have a couple of things. Back on Social Security, come get your Social Security maximization report. Let's apply it to your overall financial plan. There's a sweet spot. Come get your, what we have is our five-step portfolio analysis process. It takes an inventory of all your investments, a 360-degree top-down view. We have things to offer you to help you, and we can't wait. You know, here's the outreach hand. Grab it. Come on in. It's complimentary. You'll leave informed.
0: You know, you have everything to gain, nothing to lose. Our phone number, 513-575-9654. Call us so we can help. But stay tuned. You're listening to The Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors here 55KRC. The talk station. Hello, and welcome back to The Sound Money Investment Show. Brown Financial Advisors, I'm Greg Brown. And I'm James Borth, and we are an independent RIA, a registered investment advisory firm. We do it for clients and not companies. Our phone number, 513-575-9654. Website, brownfinancialadvisors.com. Email team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. And our home office is in Milford, but we also have locations in Blue Ash, Westchester, and Florence. Greg? Well, James, we continue
1: with financial goals to hit before retirement. We covered a lot of ground. We just wrapped up with some investment fees. Be fee-wise. You know, there is nothing wrong with having a fee for what you get. In our case, you get investment, investment planning, financial planning, income planning, insurance, investment management, estate planning, tax advisory, tax preparation—the whole thing, the whole enchilada. Mayo Clinic of Financial Services. What we are—we've got a lot of value for our fee, and your total cost of ownership, your investments does matter in terms of returns, uh, stability, you know, risk in exchange for reward over long periods of time. So we transition to some other things that we need to discuss here. Um, In that, in that. uh, Par, our portfolio analysis review, just know we'll, we'll consolidate investment accounts, we'll look at the redundancies, overlaps, you know, what kind of income do you plan to receive from the investments, are these investments geared towards that, when you'd make the transition to that, are you really at the risk you think you are, is your portfolio risk balanced with the potential rewards you're getting paid for the risk you're taking, do you know the fees and expenses inside your current accounts, the layers of expense, we call them spreads, fees, margins, and loads, You need to, and we'll help you with that. Wall Street knows you don't have the tools to do this. Come on in and access them complimentary because we're going to make sure that we create a detailed account of your investments and organize your portfolio. And it's going to make it so much easier, so much better, so much more efficient, so more likely to succeed on purpose with probabilities. Now, what else should we be doing? How about your will? Get it updated. Do you have one? Only about 7 to 9% do. That means a lot of you out there, like, you know, 2 and 10, you know, don't. So let's take care of that. Yeah, it's, um, two and 10 don't. That means eight out of 10, I'm sorry, don't have it. Two out of 10 do. Where do you fit in? Maybe you need it updated. Okay. If you don't have one, what about probate, probate courts, by state, how it differs? Should you have a trust, a will, power of attorney, financial power of attorney, a living will, health care directives? Yes, yes, yes. And yes, maybe on the trust will help you decide on that. Keep in mind the difference between a will and a trust. Wills go through probate, but so will your stuff. Uh, Trust doesn't becomes a little more private, but we generally use them not just for high net worth people, but almost anyone who wants to speak from the grave and set terms and conditions that um, will help the future decisions made on the disbursement of your state to people you love or charities you care about. So updating your will is pretty important. Um, Beneficiary designations, incredibly important. Please know that if you have beneficiaries designated in life insurance policies or certain investment accounts that differ from your will, well, the beneficiary designations on these financial documents of investments and accounts and such and policies will will supersede what your will says. So don't assume everything that your will says is going to be how your stuff goes. We need to look at this together, make sure it's caught up, one and done, You know, nothing to look back. We try to take care of each of these things so that you're settled and resolved. You don't have to keep picking up things that are partially done or left totally undone. We just get it all done so by the time you're fully retired or in retirement, you can just worry about, hey, what do you all want to do? Who do you want to do it with? Do we have the money? Yes, you should. So don't ever forget about the next item, some giving back. And uh, about the time we talk about giving back, you got to bring up long-term care at some point.
0: Oh, well, one more thing on the, the wills, your estate planning documents, financial medical directives, primary contingent powers of attorney, executors, who's going to be in charge of not only following your directions, but also including provisions for what you, you know, whatever's remaining and A funeral, if you want one, all those things are very important. So, yes, do not forsake having all those things in place, not only the primary, but also a contingent, a backup plan, just in case. And as far as your beneficiary designation forms, make sure all of your accounts have one. That means even your bank account should have a beneficiary designation form on file, and it should be up to date.
1: I was just thinking you spawned the thought IRA should not be left generally to anyone but named beneficiaries. Don't leave it to a trust. And when it comes to um, trust, irrevocable, you lose control, revocable, you remain in control. When you die, it falls into a state of irrevocability. But the point there is please, please try not to ever assign an attorney to be your trustee because you don't think your kids can handle it. Please, please don't make some bank or financial firm your trustee over all your stuff because you think your family members uh, aren't capable. They'll they'll be better. Almost the worst child will be better than some third-party trust agent who commandeers and takes control of your money. It, it, we've seen and heard too many bad things for you to consider that 1st option. We need to talk about that one. That
0: creates a severe conflict of interest if you do something like that for that particular third party. Even though they say it doesn't. Yes, but it does. It does. Now, giving back, that means philanthropy. Now, committing to doing good in the world, yes, it is a part of maturing. And with a small budget or large one, giving back allows you to express your values and also connects you to the world in your terms. Here's what that also means. Your family doesn't necessarily fit into this category of just simply saying, hey, I have a charity, right? It's my family. Well, (laughs) there, there is something to that as far as if you have sufficient monies, if you have sufficient cash flow, To start giving monies away while you're still alive, you know, especially to your families, to your loved ones. That's that's a very honorable thing to do, but it should be within your budget. That's that's maybe the other point. Now, there's also that personal satisfaction. Yes. As we mature, we start truly giving brings you more joy than receiving. And here's the other Part of this that's also a benefit is there's usually a, a very beneficial tax deduction to be had for giving your monies away. Now, whether that be uh, especially for if you can itemize deductions on your tax return, but also for IRA owners, do not forsake the concept, the process of what's called qualified charitable distributions. It's a very beneficial way for many people to, to take care of their financial, what they think is their charitable obligations. It's interesting to say I have an obligation, but really it's, it's their personal, what they feel like that what they should be doing. And Congress is also, this is one of the few times when Congress has done a good thing is the QCD, the qualified charitable distribution allows you to meet the requirements of taking monies out from your IRAs, known well as your RMDs. So it goes towards satisfying your RMD. But most importantly, it does not count as income on your tax return.
1: Yeah, you know, James, I was thinking about giving and just the concept of giving. Would you, if you're someone that could give $15,000 a year away from your household to children, grandchildren, well, let's say you took 5000 of that and gave it away. Maybe you gave some of it to your children and the balance to your grandchildren each and every year. But well, what happened to the other 10000 well, What if I told you maybe you should consider a second-to-die life policy? And 10000 a year may sound like a lot, but not compared to your objective. At age sixty five, that might buy you a million dollar tax-free policy. So when you both die, the kids have gotten the five thousand dollars a year, they get the rest of your you know, parting gifts and prizes, your investment accounts, whatever's left. A lot of times they're IRAs and they've never been taxed, they get they get massacred with taxes. Oh, but wait, because you made such a wise decision of giving along the way and giving the end, that ten thousand dollars about the million dollar life policy pays tax-free a million dollars to your people. That's much more valuable and leveraged to be something much larger than. It just feeling good, giving people money away. Now, granted, why well, you can see the smiles on their faces and the benefit it makes immediately is a living benefit. But don't underestimate the value of life insurance for all of you folks that don't like life insurance or don't think you need it anymore. You just may not have the right purpose, the right knowledge, and the right plan to make
0: it something that nothing else can do but that tool. Just some thoughts. Final category is about insurance. That means not only Your Medicare insurance for people who are retirement age, but also health insurance and even long term care and especially long term care. That doesn't mean necessarily go out and buy long term care insurance. That means having a plan in place exactly to cover a potential long term care stay. That's going to cost you folks. And this is in today's dollars close to one hundred thousand dollars a year. If you're having to pay for that dollar for dollar. Well, what's that going to be like in five years or 10 years? And then if you happen to want a little bit of privacy, then that privacy, instead of having a semi-private room at a nursing home, might cost you an extra $10,000, dollars 20000 Now we're talking about maybe $120,000 a year. And mm-hmm. once again, in 10 years from today, that could be $150,000, 200000 per year in cost. So, yes, there is a better way. Greg, what, what are some better ways? Well, you could look at uh, just having a plan for your family to take care of it and just pay
1: your family, children, and grandchildren some money, part-time job, staying at home, taking your grandma and grandpa. You know, that's one way. Long-term care insurance, traditional. The old form is you pay monthly for a benefit you may never use. And then there's asset-based buys a little death benefit, money you can take back anytime if you want to change it. And about three times the amount for long-term care benefit. So it will pay someone something. It's not use or lose it. So and when comes to, more.
0: And when it comes to the Medicare plans, we can help you with all of that. That means the Medicare supplements, the Advantage plan, prescription drug plans, Call us. We can help when it comes to your Medicare insurance. Our number about the office, 513-575-9654. Again, 513-575-9654. And we want to thank you for listening today. Also, have a great week. And remember this, sound money, where good things are believable, achievable, and true for you.